0: Okay, if anybody can hear Steven and I, as soon as I stop talking, then say something. Ready? Go.
1: Something ready? Go.
2: All right. Go. We heard you. You were speaking.
0: Okay. Nate's on like a three second delay to us at this time.
3: And Tom is.
0: I'm here again. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just dropped me again. So. Do you have to dial back in or just wait for it to reconnect? No, I have to keep clicking join meeting. Oh. Do we want to yeah. try and and just get through this? Since Tom's in the hotel room, I mean, he paid for it. Let's try and do something.
3: That's what I say every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, the room's paid for. Might as well. We could just
3: say we have a shitty connection. It's WTF month. Yeah, or it's going to be a WTF podcast. <laughs>
2: It would make more sense if it was someone else. That way, if I drop out, you know, whoever is the best, like Brian, Kevin, or Steve, one of you guys should lead because you guys seem to have the most consistent connection.
0: Well, okay. I will throw this out there. Not I don't think I our don't... listeners
2: are going to be like, hey, wait, Nate chose that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fell asleep for the last five minutes of Un Chez Are you? I...
2: It's 20 minutes long. <laughs>
4: I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: You missed the that at seventeen of the movie.
0: I, I, well, that's the thing. Can you even call it a movie? That's the problem. Yes, you can. I, Stop. I, I, had, I still just, don't think you. Not,
4: I'm not. I'm not having this argument after nine years of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. So the point is,
0: I I was already tired. Only Do you want comments. me to lead?
4: Do you want me to lead this one?
0: Did you watch the whole thing? All seventeen I've seen minutes. It three,
4: of it? I've okay. seen it three times. You want me to do it? Yes, please. All right. Welcome to Buried Cinema, where we discuss new and lesser known movies in detail, uh, so there will be spoilers. My name is Tom. I'm Brian.
0: I'm Steve. I'm Kevin.
2: I'm I'm Nate.
4: (laughs) That's Nate. We're all here for the time being, but we're having really bad problems. So if any one of us drops out any time, that's why. Just say WTF. Um, Yeah, this is our WTF month. I'm in a hotel in Vegas, Nate's out in the middle of the boondocks, Steve and Kevin are in a kill room. (laughs)
0: And Brian is in House Slattery.
4: I am in an office. (laughs) Because he's a Um,
3: professional, unlike us.
4: This is our uh, annual WTF podcast. My pick didn't work out, so we're just talking about three movies. Um, Nate chose probably the original WTF movie, Unshan Andalu. Brian chose uh, 2006 anime, Tekken Concrete. And Steve chose Reality. Follow-up to Rubber by that... Not a movie. You just
3: literal reality. (laughs) That's how surreal this is.
4: (laughs) Uh, So we'll start with Unshan Andalou. This was Nate's pick. Unshan Andalou from 1929. This was the uh, surrealist short film by Unwell and Salvador Dali. Probably the first surrealist film. This film is probably most famous for one of its uh, early shots of a man slicing a woman's eye with a razor.
3: That was awful.
4: Yeah. Actually I don't have as much a problem watching the eye slice as I do the previous shot of him slicing his own fingernail. That's the part where I have to look away.
3: Oh no, it was the eye slice. That was gross. It looked kinda of cool. No, it did not. So
2: it was an actual eye. Well it was a calf eye.
4: So when we say surrealist, it, this is really absolutely surrealist. It's it's total dream logic. No no one image really follows anything else.
3: But there is things and that's what? There are themes, like it's thematic.
4: Well, not intentionally.
3: Well, I mean, as much as any,
4: I don't know. I mean, they, they intentionally made this to be completely irrational, so. It was. Um, so uh, I guess we'll start with uh, Nate, since he chose this. Nate, had you actually seen this before?
2: Yeah, this is probably the uh, fifth or seventh time I've seen this, I don't know, I, I stopped counting it's such a bizarre film that's why I figured ah what the heck let's watch it um I like Dolly's work and I like it when people like Steve try to make sense of it um I think it's funny because it makes this makes no sense it's not supposed to you know that's not the point of surrealism it's it's just supposed to evoke emotion and that's kind of it and so it's, I, I don't know. I was just curious. I was more curious how you guys kind of react to it. Cause it's just weird image after weird image, you know? And there's, uh, we could, people have tried to dissect this for years. There's nothing to pull out of it. Nothing. Um, Nate, it was just Dolly you... Yeah. I was, uh, while saying the next thing.
0: What made you watch it so many times?
2: I had to watch this for a film class. And so then after watching it once, and then it was, oh, well, I watched it three times for that film class. And then after that, it was, you know, you'd be talking to people and they'd be like, Talk about messed up films that I'd be like, oh yeah, <laughs> and you just show them this, and because it's a short film, it just it doesn't take long. Yeah. You know, and then I think I watched it. I watched it twice for this podcast. I watched it once, and then I, which I didn't have a great um, connection, and then I watched it again today. And there's so much in it that just makes no. And then the story behind it. I mean, the main actress, like her. Um. Oh my gosh, she uh, killed herself four years after this by uh, immolation. She set herself on fire. That was um, after World War Two. It's just got, yeah, it's just got some bizarre stuff around so it, was... it. It's Dali. Yeah.
3: Okay, so... We're... I
2: love the ants coming out of the hand.
3: Yeah. Where I disagree with you is that, I mean, the point of surrealism is to get away <laughs> from the conscious mind, right? That's the whole idea. And... Kind of let the subconscious just kind of play, and but I mean they're still making choices on what to put in each scene, and those choices are driven by unconscious thoughts, right? They're driven by things that they don't, and that's what that's why they're doing it. So, are they trying to put meaning into it? No, they're not, and that's the point. Because what meaning will I create when I don't try to create meaning? And that'll mean something.
4: Well, Bunwell himself said. (laughs) said that basically that they he and Dali were uh influenced by Freudian psychoanalysis yeah their intention was that no image or scene would rationally connect to any other image or scene and nothing would symbolize anything and if you wanted to derive any meaning of it you'd have to psychoanalyze which there's no concrete then there's no concrete interpretation which is fine
3: Mm -hmm. but I mean there's there's a lot of images in this of masculinity and especially like the 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 two kinds of men in this and how they relate to women and things like that. So that was clearly something that they were thinking about or that maybe not consciously, but they were thinking about that in this movie. So I'm not saying that there's some intentional under, undercurrent that they were trying to put in there, but you can't help but see part of their psychology when you're watching this. Right.
4: And that might be a result just of... Bunwell and Dolly themselves working together. Yeah. Because Bunwell was such a burly man, you know, and Dolly, if you've ever seen an, him on, like, an, an interview or something, he's kind of uh, not effeminate, but...
3: He's very slight. Um,
4: yeah. yeah. Brian, Kevin, either one of you want to jump in?
0: Okay, I'm guessing. Um, ah, go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> go ahead, Kevin. Um, before I watched this, uh, Stephen had, had seen it, and he said, uh, he asked, you know, hey, have you watched this yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't. He's like, well, don't bother trying to find meaning in it. You know, don't try and find a theme. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't remember, uh, the whole premise of the month, you know, the, the surrealism, uh, it, it or if I did, it didn't sink in and I didn't connect the dots on it. So thankfully I went into this not expecting a theme and, and consciously having to remind myself of that, um, it is short, so it's not too difficult. It's kind of—I looked at this as as um, as it is another form of art, and there's just you know, not everybody likes every kind of art. This isn't my kind of art.
4: I I did find it interesting that uh, Buñuel and Dali were the first filmmakers really embraced by the s- surrealists in Paris.
1: I was actually um, at the Dali Museum in Tam- in Saint Petersburg uh, just probably like three weeks ago, and um, they. There, you can buy this. Um, uh, there was a thing he did with Walt Disney called Destino. Um,
4: oh, I've seen that. You could
1: actually also buy, That's a great Don- film. You could buy Don- Donald Duck in Math Magic Land. Did you know he did a lot of the artwork and stuff in that one as well? So he's actually done a lot with film. Um, yeah. I, I really, you can tell 100%. Like, if you look at Dolly's paintings and then compare them to any of the film that he's worked on you can tell he's involved just the way some things are set up, the way things are, um, uh, you know, like just the, the imagery that he chooses to use and how things are broken down and from piece to piece and to make a whole image,
3: the he, the way he places things in three dimensional space, Yeah, correct. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like that Z axis or whatever, uh, like it, you can tell right away when you see some a painting, just by the way he spaces things. And I, I don't know that much about art, really, but that's something that I've always noticed, is you can tell the distances between things on this flat surface really easily.
1: Yeah, correct. It, and he was really meticulous about how he set things up while he was painting. You know, he, he was a very well-trained artist, who just didn't like that classical style and he wanted to try something for himself. So he went into the, he went the surrealist route. Like, yeah. And I, I really liked the the imagery to some extent. Obviously there were parts that were less enjoyable. The, the fingernails, the eye cutting. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in here that is a little, um, just difficult to watch from a quote unquote gore perspective. But other than that, I, I, it, it was a very quick but still affecting
4: uh 20 or so minutes is that something that barbers do they just test their blades on their fingernails i hope not
0: <laughs> not any of the smart ones
4: because that is the only thing in this film that i can't watch and they didn't really show it it's just they suggest that he's tested on his fingernail i can't even ugh. yeah
3: well nate's gone so oh he is yeah yeah WTF month <laughs> let's do a
4: movie question so this is a game we play called what is it movies that have a questions that have had questions
0: out of a lunchbox Yep. What?
3: what about this movie would make Trump send out a 2am tweet
0: <laughs> it's gotta be something around the scene where he's just haphazardly groping her and her shirt <laughs> comes off and then it's her boobs and then it goes oh, back and on and, and it's her butt and yeah yeah Exactly. Or his eyes were
4: rolled back in his head. And oh yeah! Roll. Oh,
0: that was disturbing. Something about. Something about off. you know bringing back the good old days or something. <laughs> I don't
4: know. Yeah, let's add Unchained Andalu to our Flick Chart. Flick Chart's a website we use. It gives you two movies, you choose which movie you like better, and it builds your rankings for you automatically over time. We are going to add Unchained to what are 650-ish films. That we've covered on the podcast?
3: Yeah, 649.
0: Oh. Come on, Tommy. Could have done better.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the first matchup is against Hard Eight. I haven't seen it. Hard Eight. Unshan Andalou. Yeah. Oh, my
0: God.
1: No, I I, I can't pick Unshan Andalou for that. I mean, uh, Hard (laughs) Eight is actually a very good
3: movie. Bottom half it goes. Unshan Andalou or Man of Steel?
2: Yeah, I'd say Hard Eight. it. Let me just
0: jam in the knife a little deeper.
3: <laughs> wow. That's weird.
1: In this case, Unshan Andalou. <laughs> yes.
4: Yes. I haven't seen Man of Steel. Oh, we didn't grade this.
3: Oh, yeah. What's it doing on our oh grades yeah, yeah, yeah
0: grade
3: we yeah we wow. have well, wow we have no we have no mojo <laughs>
0: let's finish honest. flick chart and then just go back and do the bit for oh grading. let's
3: grade them all at the end let's let's just do it all up crazy
0: I' shut on over Man
4: of steel yes
3: I want to pick man of steel out of spite but I can't Man
2: of steel Wow <laughs> all right.
3: I didn't really get a chance
2: to talk about this. I It should be stated, I've seen this movie several times. I like it less and less every time I watch it.
3: Unshin Andalou wins. No, it doesn't. The other one does. Yes. Has... Man of Steel won that? No. Unxian... No. No. I was right. Uh, Unshin Andalou wins. And Unshin Andalou comes up against Willow. Willow. No. Unshin Andalou. Willow. Unshin Andalou. So it comes down to Tom.
4: Willow. Oh, I did write about this for the blog. I... I was trying to remember, okay, for the 1929, um, like the top 10 of 1929 on Flickchart, I actually wrote the review for this film on that article. Oh. Huh. I was trying to remember, I was like, did I
3: actually write that or did I not? And I did. Uh, Unshan Andalou or Idiocracy? I'm going Idiocracy. Unshan Andalou.
4: Idiocracy. Idiocracy. I'll go Idiocracy.
3: Really? Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, history is just appreciating that movie. Idiocracy wins, uh, and that puts a Unshin Andalou up against House of Sweat and Tears. Unshin Andalou. House of Sweat and Tears.
2: House of Sweat and Tears.
3: I would go Unshin Andalou. I would, too. Um, okay, apparently that's it. So Unshin Andalou ends up at 477.
4: Okay, so usually what we do here <laughs> is uh, we assign letter grades to these things. A, B, C, D, or F. No pluses, no minuses. Um we are really thrown off this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we usually do this after the discussion. Let's start with Nate, who chose this. Nate, what letter grade would you give your film?
2: Uh, honestly, I, I I give it an F. <laughs>
4: <Okay>. <laughs> Is this the first time someone's chosen something for the podcast that they knew they were going to hate?
2: Um, no. Oh, no, I don't like it. No, like, I, I I don't I think picked, it's a good I picked film. I think the horse I think it's an important film. Mm. That's true.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah okay
2: <laughs> i think that was the point though didn't we choose like movies you yeah. you hate wasn't that the whole bit of that though yeah yeah i knew what i was doing this is a wtf film i just i don't i don't think there's any other wtf film i think it's barely a film
0: oh, wait are we doing is this the backwards grading like no <laughs>
2: okay.
1: no, no that's just no no here. no oh, okay, i brian. honestly
2: think this is a bad movie okay yeah. brian
1: i'm gonna give it a c um there's things i liked about it there's things i didn't like about it and it may just have been the viewing experience more than anything that that uh tempered it down to a c probably could get it up to a b if i watched it in a different setting but
3: for now it's a c kevin
0: f not my kind of art (laughs) steve uh
3: i'm giving it a b i actually enjoyed it a lot more than i expected uh and uh yeah i think there there are nothing intentional but there are definitely important themes here that are explored in really really interesting ways
4: i'm also going to give it a b um usually i've been going by like where this place is on my flick chart and it seems like this one just can't climb out of the 70s um so i'll stick with the b for that
2: uh with two f's a c and two b's that gives unchain andalu a c minus
4: so at this point we are going to take a short break, come back and talk about uh, Brian's pick. Does that sound it's good?
3: Going on Concrete? Yeah.
4: Makes sense. Sounds concrete. great. Okay. Let's see that. <laughs>
3: Let's see if we can get our shit together.
4: Well, I'm anxious to hear Brian describe this movie.
1: Me too. Uh, <laughs> so my choice for the podcast was 2006's Tech on Concrete, which is based off of a manga of basically the same name, uh, directed by Michael Arias and written by Anthony Weintraub and Tayo Matsumoto, uh, who wrote the original uh, manga. So this is the story of two boys... In English, their names are Black and White, who are members of the Cats, who are essentially the protectors of Treasure Town, which is being uh, infiltrated by the Mafia, who are trying to essentially milk it for all that it's worth, and then the Mafia is essentially trying to kill these these two uh,
4: these two boys. But the Yaku well the Yakuza end up being good guys ish.
1: It depends on who from the yakuza you're talking about. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, I don't think that other guy was the yakuza. I think yeah. the other guy was an alien or something.
1: Yeah, the, he was a foreigner or did they say did they say alien or foreigner? I don't remember. The I The
0: subtitle gotta... was alien.
3: <laughs> yeah, at I don't one know. point they th- the kids think he's an alien. And I but I wasn't
0: sure that was what they were trying what they were going for. Uh, but it's hard to, to say because the
3: Well Ke- Kevin you're already
1: talking so why don't, why don't you get going?
0: I I okay. I really enjoyed this film. I saw the first two thirds of it with the subtitles, and then course of events. Um, actually, the last two seasons. Yeah. Because um, well, no, there was three. There was winter, spring, and summer. I had to watch without the subtitles, but I got enough of the backstory. And, and like we brought up, okay, so you've got these these child gangs that control. They they control. They think they control. It's kind of hard to tell the streets and the towns. And well, the I don't gay. think,
4: I don't think there are any other cats. It's just the two boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. But then the, the rival kids that tried to come in.
1: Oh, those rival yeah. kids were the very first 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. And by then they were like, so there, there's a bunch of gangs inside this town from what I can tell. Cause there's yeah. those other guys who are like chocolate vanilla and wh- whoever else who are like, like the weird mechanic looking people. Yeah. Um, who are also a gang. But I feel like so no matter all... who it is, the cats are the protectors of Treasure Town. They're regardless. like the top
3: of this. There's this uh, sort of uh, food chain structure among the gangs. And the cats are the top of it. Like, everybody knows you don't mess with them. Even though it's just those two kids. Right.
4: Oh, I didn't I didn't get any sense that it was like, that there was a strict hierarchy going on. I, I, I thought it was just a couple of kids who... Mm-hmm had their own image of themselves but were known through the underworld or whatever
1: it's what seemed weird to me um in in terms of the relationship of everybody was that yeah there was that secondary gang who was also in treasure town but they seemed to treat uh black and white as if they were kids Uh, and like not just regular kids not actually the the, the cats. Or, or maybe I'm just misinterpreting how I watched it.
4: And they can fly, correct? Sort of? Kind
2: of. Like Superman. They jump. <laughs> but it's inconsistent.
4: <laughs> it's more like a Wudan thing, maybe. Right? I don't know. Wudan. What's that from? Is that... uh
1: King, oh, Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. So, uh, uh Steve, why don't you chime in?
3: Well, I, I actually don't like this art style. Uh, I know... It's a, it's a style that's sometimes used in comics, and whenever I see this, I don't know the name of it, but whenever I see this style in the comic, I'm like, it's a trudge to get through it if I still want to read it. So that was kind of off-putting to me the, just throughout the movie. Some of the animation is incredible, apart from the art style. So I, I, I recognize some of the animation, especially some of the uh, depth and like camera movements. They were moving the camera in and out of things. It was I don't really think I've never cool. seen a film look like this before. Yeah. Uh, but the art that specific art style is this one I don't really like. So that was distracting for most of the movie. Uh, I About halfway through the movie, I was watching this with Bella. And she, which I, it didn't click for me, but maybe I'm just stupid. I don't know. But she goes, oh, so they're yin and yang. And the entire movie kind of fell into place. Because black, white, he's wearing the yin yang jacket, one's good, one's bad. they're they're yin they're literally the yin and yang of the town and right.
4: and there's yin yang symbols all over the place, yeah,
3: and they're right. they're balancing each other. and without one, the town basically falls into chaos, and the other can't maintain reality without the the negative. so and right, so the themes of the movie came together a lot more <laughs> for me after she said that. And I wish I'd have realized that earlier on.
1: I I didn't even mention it when I picked the theme, but whatever, it's kind (laughs) of (laughs) cool.
4: Yeah, Brian's theme before before the whole theme thing fell apart, Brian's theme was yin and yang.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: That's why I picked the yin yang master. (laughs) Or the yin tang, whatever you want, Steve.
1: (laughs) Nate, are you still here? Yes. Okay. What are your thoughts on Tech on Concrete?
2: I, I had a hard time following this story, keeping track of all the characters. I think it's, like as I already mentioned, I think it's beautifully animated. Um, there's fascinating camera choices, but it kept twisting through. I, I couldn't keep track of, was the Yakuza bad? Are they aliens? Are they bad? I thought there were some heartfelt moments, but I, I had a hard time connecting with it. Um, it fits WTF month.
0: <laughs> i don't know i thought this was a coherent story
1: until the end when you start well once the aliens show up it it gets a little odd and then when the minotaur shows up it gets yeah. even more odd <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know i kind of i there were different times in the movie where i thought okay this is from the kids perspective it's mm-hmm. their imagination it's their embellishment Um, It's their misunderstanding of a story that was told to them. And and like we talked about, well, Hey, they can fly sometimes, or, you know, they can get shot and have two bolts shot into them and they're still fine. You know, or
4: have a giant sword shoved through the center of your body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of took the whole scope of the film that it's told through the eyes of a kid.
4: Okay, Tom. Um, yeah, I, I thought the uh the whole artistic direction of the film is is amazing. Like I was saying I'd never seen a film quite like this before. Um I don't know anything about it following a specific comic book style, but I, I really like the way it was shot. I did think it was a little thematically um the thematic progression was a little weird. Like uh it's hard to describe because it's it's it it was a li- it was a little hard to follow. I think partially because my subtitles were a little delayed. So there were certain, like when there were a lot of characters in a scene were talking, I had to kind of piece together who was saying what. Yeah, uh, I
1: was I was really glad I spent the 20 minutes trying to <laughs> get yeah. the subtitles to, to work.
4: But the thematic progression is a little weird. Like the the little kid getting stabbed with the sword and then just like being okay a couple scenes later. I don't know. It's really hard to explain. Like a, there were, the pacing of the thematic progression was a little off
3: like too quick
4: no definitely not too quick
1: it was um, it, it wasn't evenly paced so like the, the the beginning of the movie you have the cats they're they're doing what they're doing and then uh, and, and i might be wrong tom but i just i, I, I let me know um they're there they're protecting the people but at the same time they're robbing from them so that's kind of fun and then the once the aliens um everything kind of just ramps really fast and it, well, may, it goes a little un, uneven
4: it's weird because like it, it starts out with these two kids uh having an, a conflict with these other two kids um and maybe it's just the cultural or language barrier but i wasn't clear on why these kids were able to fly or like uh You know like the scene ends which i guess the one beats up the other two but you don't really see them until like halfway through the film and they're looking like they've been beat up and then after after the opening scenes the yakuza show up and they're talking about you know causing trouble but then this one yakuza guy when the quote-unquote aliens show up is something like people love this town they love that strip club they grew you know like it's just a strange Boys like became men there, yeah. <laughs> it's like he's nostalgic for the uh seamy underbelly that there was that will be lost if they build a what a, a theme park for children. <laughs> and so suddenly he's like he and his like protege who cut off the other guy's ears are suddenly like kind of good guys. I don't know. It was just a really strange progression. I, I haven't seen that this this director apparently he's not Japanese, but he works in Japan. Correct. And I think this is his only, this was his first film as director. I don't know. I think he had a good handle on the, on the art direction, uh, kind of a less tight handle on the story progression. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that I didn't, that I I thought it was bad. It just was kind of tenuous.
3: I had a hard time keeping track of who was who throughout the movie. Like how, like
1: who's, 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 who's 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 and who's not, or? Yeah.
3: A lot of the characters in general.
2: I had with who's Yakuza and who's a detective.
1: So there were only really two detectives that mattered in the movie. Right. And those are the two people that were taking care of the kid inside that like little room when he's coloring. Those, those two people are the, the detectives. Uh, but unless anyone has anything else they'd like to say about TechCon can, create, can we grade it before we move on?
4: Yeah, I'm going to give it a B. I, I... This is one of those movies where I really wanted it to be a solid A for me, just because of how unique it is. But I just think it's it's a little too uh, thematically strange. I, I don't know how to explain it. I'm I'm doing a poor job. I'm sorry.
1: I'm gonna give it an A. I liked the art style. I liked the story. Um, the weird twist towards the end was unexpected. With the minotaur showing up. With the minotaur. My actually my my original thought was that the minotaur was going to be the other kid oh yeah <laughs> i totally white. thought I th- No, i thought the minotaur was gonna be black
3: well it is it is black
1: black's the younger kid
3: no no white's, black's the older kid yeah white's the younger kid
1: the minotaur is just a i thought a mental projection of white that's how i was taking it i thought it was a mental projection of black
3: yeah i did too of the older kid
1: uh, I, I i thought it was different but maybe may well who knows
3: Oh, so you think it's it's a mental projection of the younger kid?
1: That's why he was freaking out when he was in the
4: when they I thought were, he was freaking out just because he had he had a, a he had a vision a telepathic connection with Black.
3: Yeah, that's what I thought too.
4: Like what what affects what affects the other?
1: Well, the the reason I thought the reason I would say it was white was because of the number of times he comes in and out of reality and his like his face changes and. Like when he like in the beginning when he's when the kids are there and they're and they're talking and they notice black up on top of the sign and they you know they realize that the two of them are the cats. You see his face go from like dumb or buffoon type of face to like that evil smile.
4: Um, oh, like when he pours the gasoline on the guy.
1: Yeah, that's like why had, uh... I thought the the minotaur was white yeah. or some mental projection thereof.
4: So, in the concept, you have yin and yang, and I don't know which is which, but the black would be the dark side, wouldn't it? Yeah. And white, the light.
3: Because he's the one that goes and hurts people. And the other one, sort of the everything is good, everything's wonderful, right? He, he never sees anything. Be happy, bad. be happy. Yeah. Yeah.
4: The child. But, I mean, Brian is right. There are those moments like where he pours the gasoline and he just seems sinister all of a sudden. Yeah.
1: And I mean, that's the other thing about the yin and yang symbol is that, yes, the the white section is majority white, but there is that little dark black dot, dot on the inside.
4: That's true. yeah hmm.
1: So that's
0: two grades. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> uh, no, that was three grades. Kevin. Who was the third? Brian, Steve, Tom. Three grades. I haven't graded it yet. Oh, I thought you did. Oh. A. A. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Give it an A. And uh Nate?
2: I'm giving it a C. <laughs> it's pretty good.
3: Ch- ho- hoping
1: he was there.
3: <laughs> uh and I'm also giving it a C. Uh and that's just more because of the art style I didn't really like. There we go. Uh with two A's, a B and two C's, that gives us a B or a Deadpool.
4: Hey, this director was a producer on The
1: Animatrix. So let's move this over to Flick Chart. See where it ends up.
3: And Tekon Concrete first comes up against Copland. Sylvester Stallone. Copland.
1: I would have sworn (laughs) when Kevin gave Tekon Concrete an A, I thought he was gonna pick it. But
0: yeah, me too. (laughs) I'm a little surprised. (laughs) I initially I was going to, but I I give Tekon Concrete an A in in a bubble. (laughs) there's I would say maybe a dozen to 15 movies animated movies that I would put into this category um, which I'm sure is a lot broader than you guys would and so in that group it's very good Um, Copland, that's more in my wheelhouse
4: I just maybe I'm misremembering but I remember you guys being pretty lukewarm on I picked Copland and I remember you guys being pretty lukewarm
3: on it but yeah that's why i'm going tech is. on concrete so where are we at
4: we're waiting for tom i believe oh just me which way did nico
2: i said copland oh
3: yeah you're um, the tiebreaker
4: i'll go tech on concrete okay so
3: tech on concrete wins and comes up against captain america the winter soldier of
1: course it did <laughs>
3: <laughs> and captain america the winter soldier <laughs> yeah captain america you gotta say the Winter Soldier.
0: The Winter Soldier.
4: Captain America's been the gatekeeper America, for the top order of the, the, the chart Winter for Star. like years. Yeah. That rat bastard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just because he has America's ass, he thinks he can do anything.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go with the Winter Soldier.
3: The Winter Soldier wins. Oh, and Tecon Creek comes up against The Gift.
1: The Gift with uh, Joel Just, Edgerton. Yeah, yeah. Jason
4: yeah. Bateman. Not The Gift with Cape Lanchet and Keanu Reeves. Oh, The Gift. No.
3: <laughs> Not that yeah, one, The Gift.
4: Yeah, I'll go The Gift. Yeah, The Gift. So
3: The Gift wins, and Tech on Concrete comes up against Fitzcarraldo. Tech on Concrete.
2: I concur. Fitzcarraldo. Yeah, we go Tech on Concrete. Tech on
4: Concrete. Do you guys know what the title means? No. I did at one point. Steel Reinforced Concrete. It says it's a child's mispronunciation of Tekken concreto still reinforced concrete.
3: That uh, backs up Kevin's idea that this is all sort of through a child's eyes. Yeah. See? <laughs> okay, so. Way tech- to go, Kevin. <laughs> Tekken Concrete smart. or Duplicity?
4: Tekken Concrete. Yeah, I think I have to agree.
0: So do I. Yeah.
3: Duplicity. Tekken Concrete or Dogma?
0: Tekken Concrete. I agree. I'm gonna go dogma.
3: Yeah, tech on concrete. Oh wow. Okay. Tech on concrete or old Yeller. Old tech old on yeller. concrete. So who wants to put old Yeller down again? Me.
0: You do. Okay. Too soon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to put him down. Brian seems pretty yeah, eager. Yeah, Brian definitely. I'll do it. Old is my dog. I went old yeller, Kevin went old yeller, Tom went old yeller. Nate? If you got three old yellers, uh, yeah. it doesn't matter.
2: Old yeller.
3: <laughs> okay.
4: Brian's probably more eager to put down Arliss.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. Don't you hurt my dog!
4: Kid that always has animals tucked down his pants.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tech on Concrete or Godzilla, 2014. Tech mm.
4: on Concrete.
3: Go i
0: Godzilla.
4: <laughs> you guys? Did you guys see... King of the Monsters? No. The, the I heard new such one?
3: terrible things about it.
4: Oh my God, it was bad. It was just ugly and no sense of fun. I'll go Tech on Concrete. Yeah, me too.
2: Godzilla.
3: So that's three for Tech on Concrete. Tech on Concrete wins and then puts it at 253 on our flick chart. Below La La Land, Hacksaw Ridge, and Big Hero 6. Above uh, What Dreams May Come, Trance, and Arachnophobia. So we're going to take a short break and talk about my movie, Reality. Okay, well, for some reason, I'm the only one that watched me me and Kevin. (laughs) I'm sitting right here, dude. (laughs) Me and Kevin are the only one that watched uh, my movie, Reality.
0: uh, I watched it because you made me watch it. Literally, you said, hey, come on over for dinner. And by the way, we're (laughs) watching this movie.
3: Yeah, well, you know, okay. Uh, by Quentin Dupau, Dupu, Dupois, Dupois, yeah, Ellie Dupu, Dupu, Okay, Quentin Dupu. Uh, he directed uh, another movie that we did on the podcast uh, years ago and called Rubber, and it's it kind of... <laughs> It's yes. Uh, it's become a running joke uh on the podcast of Robert the Tire and um his wrath if we leave him out of things. So. Uh, Reality is his third, I think, feature film. Uh, Rubber was his first, and then uh, he made this basically. Trying to describe what this movie is about is uh, an infinite loop, basically, where it's essentially a man is making a movie or wants to make a movie and has an idea for this movie, and he goes to seek help from a producer who's, also currently producing a movie that is being made about the man who's trying to get his movie made, right? Yeah, that's good. Uh, and a little girl who found a videotape about the movie that the man is making.
0: Right. Of her, though. like <laughs> Of of While her. she was in, in the movie he was making. Yeah. Yes. So it,
3: this... that, that's about as clear as the plot gets.
0: We've seen... Um... At one point, I was like, "Okay, wait a minute. Is this time travel?" Because yeah, that's what I thought at um, first. The cameraman who went to go pitch his movie all of a sudden shows up again. There's two of him for like the last third of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm like, "Okay, wait a minute. What is this?" Oh yeah, yeah,
3: that's the, right. This is one of oh yeah, because then there's
0: uh, Napoleon Dynamite who right is yeah he's him. going wait we're the same person yeah and yeah it's it's bizarre and this is one of the few movies where I want to go back and watch it again and see if I can connect the dots. Yeah, um, It's like Tech on Concrete. I'd, I would watch it again, but I won't go out of my way to watch it again. Hmm. This one I would. Yeah. I'd want to go back and I'd probably stop it and, you know, rewind it and see if you could follow it. Because I think if you could, you know, try and figure out the storyline here, it would be one of those, like, one of those bracelets that's three loops that are all intertwined and they're constantly crisscrossing. It feels like there's
3: an answer here. Right. You know, like, it feels where it, like, it's put together there in a thoughtful way to where if you could just untangle it, like you said, just sort of like one of those puzzles where you just got to untangle it a certain way. Yeah. If you could just figure that out, it, it would be clear what's going right. on, uh, but it it definitely would take multiple viewings. But there's, oh, what was that scene in the movie where, oh, there was a scene in the movie where he's waiting to show the videotape. What's on the
0: videotape? Oh, right. So there's the, the, yeah. the videotape. Uh, it. Cog? Uh, no, Zog. Yeah. Zog, the crazy hair director who I think is <laughs> a, a Werner Herzog <laughs> dig. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But he keeps calling
3: him brilliant, you know, but so a videotape falls out of a wild pig's belly (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they, they watch it. And there's a scene where we're watching the little girl watch what's on the tape. And The producer is criticizing Zog, the sort of auteur director. Why aren't you showing us what's on the tape? And he looks looks at the guy and he looks directly at the camera and he goes, the longer I make you wait for it, the more you're going to expect. And that's what I want. And there's that sense that he's doing this just to fuck with you. Yeah. Right. He makes it seem like you can untangle it just so you can't you know he put bakes it into the movie so that's Mm -hmm. part of my fear is oh I watch this again I'm like wait that makes less sense and it falls apart yeah because that's more the intention
0: and I I wouldn't be surprised if that happened but yeah it's like a lot of things okay you're going to pick up on a lot more in successive watching so and I would I'd watch this again like
3: that cross-dressing elementary school principal who drives up to people's houses in a military jeep hits old people knocks on their door screams at them why do you live here and walks away
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then it claims to be a dream but it's not really a yeah
3: he tells everybody it's a dream but it's not a dream (laughs) there's so much the absurdity is hilarious in this but it's so absurd that initially you're just like what the hell is happening
0: yeah the more i think about it the more it keeps coming up and i just i can't piece it together so yeah i don't want to (laughs) i don't want to keep trying
3: okay well (coughs) um what would you grade this i'd give it a b yeah 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 i think me too i i i'm not sure if he's duping me or not into thinking that there's something here when there's nothing right but the fact that I'm not sure if he's duping me is, I think, kind of interesting in and of itself. Yeah. You know?
0: And the acting was, I think, very good, except for yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. I, he's not a very good actor. No, he isn't. Yeah. I haven't seen him outside of his shtick as a good actor. Yeah. Nate, did you watch enough of this to grade her up?
2: No, I don't really. I, I'd, I'd like to watch it. I mean, part of it was just that I downloaded it once and it didn't download right, so it was... Kind of corrupted, so I downloaded it again and I watched it, but then I fell asleep because right. it was late. So I don't have a good story.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not like you were going to go somewhere with that. And then you know there was a flood and uh, lightning came, and I tried to fight off the lightning, no, finish watching it, yeah. like
0: and then I fell asleep. <laughs> okay. Well, right, just the well, truth.
2: Just tired.
0: <laughs> flick chart is going to be interesting. Yeah. Hopefully, we agree
3: on everything. Um.
2: I don't think you can technically do it.
3: Not really, but just we'll, just do it on the first one to try to get it on the chart. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: if not, you can always just add it later next yeah. time we meet.
0: All right. Yeah. Re rank it. Yeah.
3: I don't think it's on Flick Chart. All right. Let me get the French title. Yeah, yeah it's in spelled Realité. Oh wait, no, there we go. Okay, Reality or Copland? No, Reality or Heart Eight. I would go
0: Reality. I liked the producer how absurd he was yeah. trying to get the guy to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and then, wait, no, come outside. It's so much nicer. And then, no, 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 too much fresh air. I go back inside. Oh, it smells like stale cigarettes in here. Well, it's because you just made me smoke. And you know. <laughs> when he's like,
3: try a cigar, try a cigar. Right. No.
0: <laughs> oh, well, then I keep cigarettes for people that don't smoke. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, give me that. You look stupid. Why are you smoking?
3: <laughs> what the hell?
0: Uh, yeah, I sh- I- I'm going to go reality also. Okay. It's kind of on the fence there.
3: Reality or Captain America, The Winter Soldier? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah. I guess we, if we get to a point where we disagree, then we'll stop. Yeah. Uh, reality or The Gift?
0: Reality. The Gift bugs me. It's a really good movie, and I've seen it three times. But it, it just there's something it's about creepier. it Yeah. gets on me. Yeah. I have good reality. Jason Bateman is too good at being a bad person yeah he really is yeah and it's like. have you seen ozark yet no he's a bad he is a dark character in that yeah Uh, it's disturbing but it's it's really good to watch
3: uh reality or take shelter have you
0: seen that uh this is the one tom says i have seen (laughs) but i haven't or i don't remember seeing it so i'm gonna say i can't vote
3: Okay, so we can just because I believe
0: the last time this came up, I said, "Oh, I'm going to build a bomb shelter," and Tom's like, "You said that last time we said this movie." <laughs> so clearly, I need to watch it again.
3: Okay, well, that puts reality at 2:44 on our flick chart uh,
0: above La
3: La Land, Hacksaw Ridge, and Big Hero Six. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where I put it. It's fucking ridiculous.
0: Do it. Do it.
3: So next podcast, uh, I have the pick, and Kevin is going to pair. And I uh, decided to go with "Loving Vincent," a movie that came out recently. It was done all in oil paints, and I've been wanting to see
0: it for a while. And the theme was uh, painters. So Kevin. I I knew of I'm I'm choosing obviously right on the nose, <laughs> going with Frida, Selma Hayek, 2002. Very, I think, very well-known, not buried by any sense. I, but I wanted to avoid it. I didn't want to pick it. I wanted to try something else for two reasons. One, it's kind of one of the obvious choices. Two, her unibrow bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> and now I'm going to have to watch this movie.
4: I don't think this movie is as well-known as you're thinking, Kevin. I, I Like, mean, it's not I It's not like a well-loved movie or anything. Oh, no, I don't,
0: I, I would agree. I don't think it's well-loved. Um She's known for you see the image of the like one of the dozen movie posters. Um, all I see it all over the place in different things. Sometimes in film, sometimes in print. It's a very iconic picture.
4: I think that's because it's based on an iconic painting.
0: Yeah, but I've think... seen
4: this uh, a a while ago. I just I've never met anybody else who has.
0: Oh, so has anyone else in the podcast yeah. seen it? I've seen it. No, there you have. Yeah, Nate. Didn't she was. The- didn't she
3: get nominated for something in this? Oh, she yeah.
2: probably got. Pretty
4: sure she got nominated for actress. Yeah. No,
2: I have
3: not seen it.
4: So this will be the second movie with Frida Kahlo in the cast.
0: Right, because she was in the uh, the one we just did last month. Cradle Rock. Yeah.
4: Oh
3: yeah.
0: She got nominated for six Oscars. Yeah. Won two of them. Salma Hayek didn't win. I'm telling you it's at Unibrow. It
4: might be. Two thousand two, she lost to Nicole Kidman. Oh. Right.
2: For that nose.
4: For the hours.
2: Oh, God. Stupid.
4: It's the nose versus the unibrow.
0: (laughs) All right. So, looking forward to painters next month.
4: Tom, enjoy your dinner. Yeah, I'm gonna go walk through the casino and eat at Hooters. That's where my wow. that's where my life is right now.
0: Well, it's not too bad a place to have your life for a yeah, little while. Not terrible. Yeah.
1: Find yourself a girlfriend there, Tom. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: It's
3: easy there.
1: That's the exact. The exa- no, it's really not. That is the exact last <laughs> thing they want people to do while they're there. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Hey, you're probably not hit on by guys all day, right?